0: Just f*** off your chat chatting f- fit fam stuff.
1: This. Oh, chicken and egg situation,
0: that one. And this. Let's, Let's get it on. All right, we're recording. Welcome to episode two of Pub Science. We're back in the recording studio that is Ben's bedroom. Otherwise known as the sex palace. That's the one. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, mate. I'm very well indeed. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm uh, another year older since the last episode. Yeah, it was your birthday since the last episode. We had a lot of fun, didn't we? Had some beers, didn't we? Had a few beers, one yeah. or two. A few shandies. Um, but yeah, I'm all right. The big 2.5 now. 2.5 is it? You, don't, you know when people say, oh, you don't look at your age, like, what's your secret to keeping younger? And it's like, I drink kale smoothies. mm you look I like look the other. It's like, <laughs> you look really old. What's, what's your secret? A, a boatload of crack?
1: I think crack and beers and um, lack of sleep. Lack of sleep. Yeah. Make you look about 50 instead of 25. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 25,
0: another step on the stairway to heaven. Yeah, one year um, closer to death. Another place forward in the queue. Queue for death. Queue for death. That's what we're all doing, isn't it? But what else have you been up to since yeah. since we last... Uh...
1: Yeah, not a lot, What's mate. A I've
0: mainly, to be honest, been riding the wave of some surprisingly positive first episode reviews. Um, I think our ten or so mates who listen to it... We have shed mates. I think we've got about ten. Um, we're shocked that it was, for the most part, not absolutely terrible. And I think yeah. if we can maintain that standard of being just about listenable, then we'll be doing that. As long. long as we're not terrible... I think we're doing something right. That can
1: be our slogan yeah. on the posters. Not terrible. Um, I'm a little concerned that once more we don't we don't have any beers. I mean, it is nine in the morning. It is nine
0: o'clock on a Saturday morning. I think there'd, there'd be a bit of a problem if we were drinking beers at we're this having time. Having beers later, though, aren't we? We are indeed, and that's that's it's the best day of the year today, Isaac. What is it? It's craft beer rising today.
1: Craft beer rising. I mean, I, I've never been before. Can you enlighten me? We beers really are
0: plus lads plus more beers plus food plus hipsters with little curled up beanies and long beards equals the best day of the year
1: we are living that cliched london dream yeah we we are millennials started up a podcast (laughs) and we're going to a craft beer festival (laughs)
0: we're going to talk about hops (laughs) and weight and branding and we're going to pretend like we enjoy it terrific how many beers are you going to have do you think well, I, you know, I'm quite a big boozer, so probably 20, 25. 20 I, I can handle those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. How about you? Yeah, I think, yeah, 20, twenty's is a good number. So, And enjoy. then we'll move on to the vodkas, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... Booze. Booze, booze, booze. We'll be, we'll be putting some questions uh, related to this episode to unsuspecting punters at, at Craft Beer <laughs> Rising. Uh, so stay tuned until the end of the pod to hear... Uh, The
1: no doubt hilarious and um, potentially borderline racist views of half-cut members of the public. Maybe
0: we'll have to edit those slightly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might not make the cut. Considering Um, we're going to be half-cut as well. That could be interesting. Um, Anyway, should we we talk about some science? Let's crack on, mate. Let's go for it. Uh, Last time
1: we discussed the pressing issue of (laughs) poo-eating and discovered you can and in some cases should actually eat poo. What's on the agenda
0: this episode? So, we are going to be talking or tackling the big issue of where do we come from? Um, you may or may have not seen in the news recently uh, about the Cheddar Man, Mr see, Cheese. Yeah. Yep. Um, So-called because he was found didn't in... Didn't wash his penis? <laughs> uh, I thought it was because he was found in a cave in Cheddar Gorge, Somerset, but maybe he didn't wash his penis as well. Ah, yeah, I, Maybe I was watching, reading different things. I think things both are valid, to, yeah, valid, valid reasons. Yeah, valid, valid reasons. Yeah, so um, this is Britain's oldest modern human has been sequenced, and to everyone's surprise, particularly UKIP and, and the far right, mm. um, turns oh, out he's actually dark-skinned. Tommy Robinson is fuming. Um,
1: so yeah, discovered in, he was discovered in a cave in Cheddar Jork Gorge, Somerset, in 1903. Suffered a violent death, apparently. Ooh. Poor Cheddar Man. What happened to him?
0: Well, apparently had his, his uh, skull was, was, had a noticeable sort of... Oh, was he caved in? Caved in by... Well, Glasgow Kiss. Yeah. Caved like in that. in a cave, Caved eh? in in a cave. Oh, maybe we could do a murder podcast off the back of this. <laughs> I think so. I think we're qualified. Um,
1: and it was in, yeah initially assumed that Man had pale skin and fair hair, but his DNA suggests something different. What does his DNA suggest, Ben? He has
0: blue eyes and a stunning dark complexion with
1: curly hair dun 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 yeah so what what are some of the implications of the fact that because I guess he's representative of some of the first Britons
0: yeah so I think the reason we wanted to do this is I'm not sure I mean there is there is quite a common theory of evolution and where humans came from and we're going to discuss that in the pod Um, and and I'm not sure it's something again that that the public are that wise to like Mm. where we actually came from like as someone um, or to the science community that it won't come as a big surprise that that the guy is dark skinned, mm. um, purely because you know there is a, an established hypothesis of where humans came from. But so we're going to tackle that. We're going to talk a bit about that, um, how we came about, how we evolved, and, and where we came from. Because um, you know it feels like it, it's uh, it's about time everyone everyone knows this, and you know we get a chance to uh, to bash the right wing yeah. and, and the racists, which is always a bit fun.
1: I guess it just uh, disproves the the sort of. I don't know. I guess even if you are not a horrible racist, you tend to just think that the first British people were, were white. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I guess it disproves that to some extent. How how do you go about gathering
0: DNA from a caved in cave skeleton? You that's lick it, ten thousand years old, like a bird. You you lick his bones, and then right. you regurgitate it. And Back then up. you just go by feel. You yeah. Just... So we've got some quite advanced um, ways of, of sequencing DNA now. So um, well, I think what they did in this case is they drilled into his skull, took some of the bone powder from his skull, um, which had fragments of DNA on. Um, and over the last, what, particularly the last 15 years, we've got really good at sequencing DNA, particularly really small pieces where there's just fragments here or there, and we're able actually to sequence his whole genome and, um, look at a lot of his genes from which, uh, we'll talk about genes in a bit, um, but these are the things that code for, say, eye colour, hair colour, mm. skin complexion, all that kind of stuff, so, um, that's how, that's how they found it. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific? <laughs> what, what's the, what's the point in light and dark skin? You're fairly olive-skinned. I um, you. I am not. You burn when it's overcast, don't you? I do. Yeah. Uh, why? The amount of times I've had to rub, like, just high-factor sun cream, which is basically milk, milk, just thick, we milk, creamy in Europe,
1: and the yeah, it was literally called Milch, wasn't it? And yeah, it, it awful sun cream.
0: And the amount of times I've had to rub that into your hairy back, you Jesus, love you love in it. our little speedos, our little pink and blue speedos, as what? we sat on a Croatian beach. That's what life's about, Ben. That's what life's about. It's a little insight into our, our working relationship here. Um, how are we going to segue into Alfred S- Russell Wallace? Because he's next on my notes. Yeah. So um, the place to start when we're, we're, we're talking about where where humans have come from is probably to talk a bit about evolution. Um, it's something that like, a term that I think a lot of people are familiar with, the idea um, that there is no divine creator. There is no God who created all animals, all humans. Mm. Sorry, if you're religious listening to this, we're going to you know as scientists you tend to be a bit atheist um Mm. and this is a theory that um we all evolved from from different animals and so there's a couple of people who are really influential in this we're going to give a big shout out to uh alfred russell wallace um big up big up big up russie wallace man don't know why i did that in a jamaican (laughs) accent (laughs) don't know why i did that just roll with it (laughs) big up alfred russell wallace man um yeah, so we, we could talk about him and, and someone that people probably know about, Charles Darwin, but um, Wallace doesn't get enough credit. He actually kind of independently came up with a theory of evolution, which we'll go through in a bit, um, and um, was was really, you know, he did just, you know, Darwin kind of crushed him, man. Mm. He doesn't get any of the credit. I guess, I guess you could say he came up with the theory of evolution and then uh, then became extinct himself. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there? Yeah, yeah, you, I guess you could say that if you were weird.
1: Um so is it too simplistic to say that that Darwin simply sort of stole Wallace's thunder?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit. It, it's yeah, it's simplistic. There's basically two men coming up with a very similar idea at exactly the same time mm. via two different routes. Okay. Um so uh yeah, what like so Darwin is is the guy who uh who is really I guess um accredited with coming up with a theory of evolution and natural selection, um, and the first person to really document that. Um, and so this is a guy who studied at Cambridge, um, was a bit of a weird guy. He um, collected lots of beetles. Hmm. Um, and I did that his... when I was maybe four. Maybe four? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't Not... wasn't quite four. No. You used to eat them as well, didn't you? Or yeah. well, were you one of those people who burnt them with magnifying glasses? I actually had uh, little bug farms, um... Well, actually, it bug zoos, they weren't farmed, so I didn't Bug Zoos, I Jesus, you were deprived as a child. Um, you didn't milk the bugs. I I'm, I'm hoping not. I uh I spent many a happy day collecting spiders, woodlouse, um forming my own little ecosystems. Um, I think you need to see a psychologist. Anyway. Mate. Uh, Let's get you some therapy. Anyway, yeah, so this is a weird guy who used to collect beetles, um and and uh, was really into animals and kind of at the time, um it was obviously a really religious period and like the, the idea was god that had created everything mm. um, there was uh, dolston mm. released um like a book in in the early 1800s that um kind of compared dolston who's dolston oh just some bloke just, just some th- theorist who was bigging up god just a bloody chap um, and he he like he, he came up with a quite a preeminent theory at the time the idea that um God was a was a watchmaker and humans are his watch and it's divine creation and we're we're made perfect and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, which actually, if you look at now, we can kind of disprove some of that that stuff of of God made us and made us perfect. There's lots of examples in nature. Like I think there's, there's the, in a giraffe, one of their nerves um, stretches all the way up and round the neck because you obviously giraffes have a really long neck mm. um, when it could just Bypass the neck and go a different way. Um, and that's what, like. What other way could it go? I, I, I think it's one of the nerves for the heart or something. I can't remember. Oh, but right. It literally goes it, up the neck. And it loops round and then comes down. It doesn't need to. Yes, um, and that's, so that's kind of an example against that. So um, then then this this guy called Herschel came up with um, kind of a mystery of mysteries theory. Um, and we're saying, like, yeah, it's all well and good. You've got divine creator. Like, that's great. But how do you explain in the real world, they could see that some animals looked really similar mm. and obviously seemed related. Um, and obviously people were, were starting to interbreed animals and selectively breed animals like cows and dogs and stuff and could see that they were related and created another animal. So he was a bit like, no, nah, I'm not sure i buy this.
1: Um, Does this link back to, cause I don't think we mentioned the Wallace line, um, where you got uh, animals in Australia and animals in Asia that are fairly similar but also distinctly different yeah. because they've evolved in different ways. Yeah, And one has recognised that something was going on there. Yeah,
0: um, that they were, comp- they were related but completely distinct and really close geographically, so realised that, that there was something that one maybe sprung from, or they both sprung from a common ancestor. So um, Darwin was proper into to Herschel's idea um, and in 1831 got the chance at the age of just 22, Jesus, at 22 I was... Well, I'd just come out of university, I could barely wipe my ass. I was still drinking VKs and eating cold spaghetti in my pants, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Yeah. Most of the days. Not on the boat. But he he boarded a boat, the HMS Beagle. Um, all aboard the Beagle. All aboard the Beagle, set out for Tenerife with the lads, went on a booze cruise.
1: Apparently, yeah, apparently it was planned to stop off from Tenerife, but couldn't because of a cholera breakout in England. And... uh I read yesterday that Darwin was apparently, apparently
0: devastated by that. He wanted to sip sangria and have a fight in an Irish bar, but just he couldn't, I mean, that sounds he, like fun. Just couldn't do it. He, 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 it. he was waiting to get his tribal tattoos done, mate. He just couldn't get I them went
1: done. I, went, I think Tenerife gets a bad
0: rep, actually. I went there, was it nice a year or so ago? Yeah, yeah I ran a little race. It's nice. Yeah. You ran a race, of course. You yeah. ran a race. Do you go anywhere without running? Mount races? Tider. it's a massive, massive volcano in the middle of it. It's nice. Do you, you recommend? It? Yeah, ran up Of course yeah. I did. Of course you did. Yeah, so Darwin, Darwin's all aboard Tenerife. Um, and this boat um is setting out for for south america and the galapagos mm-hmm. um takes like ages and like he
1: this. was ill, apparently. He was, he was being a right Yeah, yeah, sat in immediately apparently.
0: Eating raisins, eating dry stale bread. Um, and then yeah, he sounds like the worst the worst boat mate like everywhere they were going and stopping off on the sense. way. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: it's not a very good boat snack, is it? Sunmates, yeah, I know, but I mean, <laughs> what else are you going to have back then? What do you want? Oh, you can't have perishable foods, you can't have like... Big pack of bobbies. Bobbies, oh my god, don't talk to me about... <laughs> Peanut favoured bobbies, oh, mate. Oh jeez, they're, the, they're the worst. What would be your food that you'd you just have? I think, yeah, bobbies. You'd have Or bobbies. some sort of salty snack. Salted snacks? Yeah. I reckon I'd take pate and see how quickly I could get gout. Bit of caviar. Caviar, just straight caviar. To, what's uh, What's the fish egg? paste that's a bit like... a Lovely, oh, get, oh. Do you not like that? Can hate that stuff. Oh, it's beautiful. It's grim. Absolutely beautiful. So, he was a crap roommate, because everywhere they were stopping off, he was just collecting carcasses left, right and centre. Of course he was. Flinging them on board. Imagine that, you're trying to have a snooze. Charles, mate, can you stop... Can you stop... ...gutting that pheasant in the corner? <laughs>
1: Put your finches down, darling. Charles. But
0: as, as, they got, as they got through towards South America, like that he and, and through to the Galapagos... um. They were starting to collect, like, he got some really, really cool things. Like, he got a mammoth sloth. Um, he found a mammoth a sloth. Like, a, like imagine sloth. a sloth, but f***ing massive. How big? Big as um, a... A ha- house. I don't know. I'm not going to say house. A bungalow? Maybe not a bungalow. Maybe like a small horse or a pony. Big sloth. Big, big sloth, fair. man. Similar to today's sloths in their sort of behaviours. In their mannerisms. Yeah, have you ever seen wet sloths? No. Google wet sloths. They're the creepiest things in the world, wet sloths.
1: interesting. I was listening to a uh, Radio 4 programme the other day. You listen
0: to Radio 4? You're kind of so intelligent. You wear glasses and yeah, you listen to I Radio know. 4.
1: Um, and apparently when sloths were first um, being studied, scientists didn't, they took them out of their natural environment and they put them upside down. And that's where the, or like on the all fours. Yeah. And that's where the stereotype, the sloths are lazy, comes from because they're not. That obviously, they're not made to be on the, all fours, so they're like crawling along really oh. lethargically. They're meant to hang from trees, which
0: Oh, is... I see. Are those the ones that have clap?
1: I don't know, mate.
0: Maybe it's not sloths. Or maybe that's koalas. One of them has a clap. Let's, let's get that out of there anyway. Sloths have clap. Sloths have clap. Spread rumours about sloths, so don't f*** the sloths. Dirty, dirty sloths. We don't advise bestiality on this podcast. Um so that was complete wow we got to bestiality quickly there that was weird yeah, um, so eventually in 1835 they reached their destination there are in the galapagos this is a a set of about 18 islands off of south america um really volcanic um covered in lava um and they're just amazed by what they find there's like massive iguanas like big tortoises that's the tortoises kind of the uh, the giant tortoises the poster child of, of mm. the Galapagos you probably see you I mean you love Attenborough so much you've seen him getting seen a bit him, yeah. erotic around yeah, giant sources. yeah he loves them doesn't he yeah. um, and, and so on these 18 islands as he was going around um, again he just loves collecting carcasses everything that was dead and he could get his hands on he was collecting. He's he was just it. just gathering it all over it um, so then go on this trip gather everything up and they uh, they're coming back on the boat and this is where he starts analyzing um, the different carcasses. Um, he actually he actually tries to look at the ter- the tortoises, um, but because they're so hungry, before he can start studying them, all his uh, all his mates ate them.
1: All all the shit people.
0: Yeah, ate the tortoises. Ate the bloody tortoises. Yeah, you wanted to study them, but they oh, got a bit. I bet he was not happy with that. Nah. Was he? Tortoise is great though, medium rare. I've heard it's good, actually. Yeah. Peppercorn sauce. Have you actually had it? Well, no, 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 no. I don't think you can eat tortoises, mate. I think that's bad. Is it bad? I think that's pretty illegal, yeah. Uh, there's a few things like that that they used to eat we can't eat now, isn't it? It's a shame, really. Humans. Humans. Dodos. I don't eat dodos. Tortoise. I bet Charles had a nibble on the dodo in his time. Ugh. Were dodos extinct by then? I have no idea. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Who bloody knows? But, so, he started studying these birds, um... These different variety of of, of birds um, didn't really find too much. Like just mm. like well, yeah, there's loads of birds. But he got back to England. Um, and he released this big collection to loads of his mates. It was installed in art in exhibitions, um, and and that was kind of that. His mate then calls him up mm. and goes, "Does he? He doesn't call him. Or does he? Send, sends a carrier pigeon, horse drawn message or something? Yeah, yeah." yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe a carrot he doesn't, he doesn't yeah he can't call him he doesn't Skype him does he doesn't probably he probably goes and says hello to him yeah runs Not down the streets of London dodging the poop flying out the windows Charles Charles Charlie old a boy a message for Charles Charlie I've I've got some news for you Poor, your little pauper yeah curtsy and kisses him on the cheek something like that bashing little peasant boys out the way yeah yeah with the plague as they're, like, they're leprosy as oh. they're trying to climb all over him um, god it'd have been dark to live back oh, then it'd wouldn't horrible, it would be horrible wouldn't it I, I just like Central heating and Wi-Fi too much. Nice, nice bed. Nice comfy bed. Mm. We're getting a little closer on this bed, Isaac. And... Oh, I like it, mate. You're getting aroused again. <laughs> so his mate comes running and goes, Charlie, oh, you doofus, you've got this all wrong. These aren't different types of birds. This guy was super into birds. Yeah. Like, weirdly into birds. Yeah, okay. Um, Do we know his mate's name? Bob. We'll call him Bob. Bob, his mate. Yeah. Um... And he's like, you, you thought they were all these different kinds of birds. They're actually all finches. Oh, They're all the finches. Said. I don't sausage. know why this guy was so into finches. He had, I think he should have seen some as well. He's, mm. probably, he's probably on a register somewhere. Um, and realised that, that despite having loads of uh, like completely distinct features, so different beaks, different claws, different plumage, um, he could tell, however, they were actually all the same species. And then what he realised... How? Uh, how? How could he tell that? Because he's super into finches. I don't know. But if they all, if they've got completely different, they weren't completely different. But they were different enough so that if you weren't trained, you'd think they were different birds. But to the trained eye, you can tell they're all finches. finches. If if you're really into finches, yeah. Is it right though that they weren't actually they were they were the same species,
1: but they weren't actually finches. They were like blackbirds or something. That's something I read.
0: Oh, really? That they weren't they were blackbirds. So they misclassified them. they misclassified a misclassification. It's a
1: classic misclassification uh, case.
0: Yeah, so he he comes to Darwin and says, look, they're actually all finches at the time, but maybe they're wrong and they're actually blackbirds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Darwin realises that each different type of finch um, was from a distinct island. So he then looked at each island and went, wow, there's different different geographies on these different islands. Some have loads of fruit on, some have loads of nuts on. He realised, say, the finch... That had was from the island with lots of fruit on. Had a really long flute-like beak for for getting into the fruit and and reaching all the the juices in the fruit. Clever. Whereas the finch that was from the nut island had a really thick short beak used for cracking, cracking open nuts. nuts. Nice. And so he goes, "Well, bugger me this." Mm. He probably didn't say that, um, but let's like we're quoting Darwin yeah, yeah. on record this when bugger me this. Um, I think that these finches all came from a common finch and then depending on their environment evolved and adapted for that environment and so this is the essence of evolution and natural selection so he was he was trying to use this to try and, and and explain um why these new species would be formed so he thinks that they all came from a a, a common Ancestor that they're all related to, which is evolution, and he's trying to explain evolution. Um, and he and he reads a a, a paper um, that was actually published years before by a guy called Malthus, um, who Wallace also read. Um, and in this in this paper, he was this is the first guy to say um, or to really like look at it and go because the human population was expanding rapidly back then. And he mm-hmm. was his argument was we're going to be in a massive struggle with having limited resources Um, you know rich people survive poor people die because of food because we're all fighting for resources and realised actually that death was shaping how human population fluctuated Um, and if you're in an environment that that favours you you're going to live and the others are going to die Mm -hmm. i.e. like um, if you're rich you can afford food if you're poor you can't the poor die the rich live Um, and Darwin looked at this and went that's it it's this idea of survival of the fittest it's a battle if you are better adapt for your particular environment than someone else you're going to win you're going to survive they're going to die um, and so he uh, he came up with this idea and then uh, he presented it at this conference at the same how, time Wallace how, did. how soon after the Beagle trip was this how old is Darwin by now oh, in I, his 30s yeah he must be into his 30s because he sits on it for a while and then him and Wallace both present the same work at this conference and Darwin's like f*** oh, that's this. a good conference though, isn't it? Oh, imagine being a in top attendance top class there. quality Jesus. conference um, and he's like oh sh- this guy's onto it as well I'd better publish my book and basically published his book on the origin of species mm. um, which detailed evolution and natural selection um, first and that's how we kind of uh, kind of, of, of beat Wallace to it right and is it true that we we now know that evolution can happen in a much shorter period of time than Darwin first uh, thought yeah I think this is and we'll talk now about some of like what what natural selection is and selection pressures but I think this is because of a, of a, a really heightened um, competitive right. environment where, where there are big selection pressures
1: so, th- um, so things like uh, the industrial revolution did that drive evolution there's a classic case of uh, I remember reading in uh, like secondary school biology of the peppered moth the, the peppered moth Um because of all the pollution in Manchester um, it suddenly Manchester. it suddenly changed its colour from white to black because it was it made it harder to pick out it the doesn't birds
0: doesn't matter if you're black or white or a peppered moth we should
1: re-release um, that and so yeah it, it evolved to be harder to spot um amongst all the pollution see
0: yeah that's that's a great example of it so thanks um well done, Isaac. You've done your homework. That's in this game show of Isaac completing science. That's another point. Is that another point? Yeah, you've done science. I'm, I'm almost complete. I think you might be better at this than me. Oh, I think so, mate. Um, um, and, and there's also good. I'm actually I'm actually reading a book at the moment. A little you book. read as well. I can Hang read. on. So you listen to Radio Four. Yeah. You wear glasses and you read books. And a little read. It's a book called Darwin Comes to Town. Highly recommend it. That sounds. Sh- it's all about um urban uh, urban wildlife and how it adapts to its environment. And uh uh the, uh the the author's called something like Menno Menno uh That's not it's a name you've made. That up. He's a Dutch guy. Um talks How do you about pronounce his name again? Shithoyt. We've got we've got another feature here. Last <laughs> time it was that Chateau Neuf de Pap. It's Isaac's pronunciations.
1: My impeccable pronunciations. And he talks about um Birds in cities develop uh, more rounded wings, so they can uh, dart about and change
0: direction more easily than their rural counterparts. Jesus, he sounds fun. It's let's not let's mate. not have a beer with him. Um, and so, what he what you're describing there are traits, um, and and the whole point of natural selection is a particular trait um, is made more popular or less popular in a in a population based on whether it is advantageous mm-hmm. in a given environment or not advantageous in a given environment um and you know a selection pressure determines if it's advantageous so an idea of selection pressure would be one of the classics one is like what the opposite sex find attractive because obviously if you're a bird and women find blue feathers attractive, they're going to mate with you and therefore your offspring survive. Where if you've got red feathers and they don't like red feathers, they're not going to mate with you. You're going to want to get you're going to die blue feathers. In. So in this day and age, it's like having a beard and mm. being a hipster. That's, that's probably an advantageous trait because yeah. women like men with big beards who are into Ming vases and terrible electro acid jazz. You're, you're flying in the face of that though, aren't you? You'll define the beard got, growing logic. I haven't got a whisker on my face. Still waiting to hit puberty. Maybe it'll happen one, one day. day. One, one day. day. One day we'll get there. So that would be an example, or you know, something that makes you avoid predation. So the simple one: if you can run quicker than someone else, mm. you're less likely to be eaten. It's the idea of like if you're being chased by a bear, you just don't want to be the slowest. Mm. I think I'm just realising subconsciously this is why. I grew a beard and uh, started working for a running magazine. I'm... You're the, you're the fittest. I'm the pinnacle of evolution. Yeah, you have those traits. So you're going to survive the next generation, and I'm not. And I'm not saying it, it worked, but did get myself a girlfriend. You haven't. <laughs> I got myself a girlfriend. Jesus, it's about time. And she has explicitly said this because of my beard. Oh, is she real? And... Um, Are you sure she's real? Yeah, yeah, you, you'll meet her someday. Someday, all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those internet girlfriends. She's not blow up. Is They're she? all the same. Yeah, so that's that's the, those are examples of selection um, selection pressures. But um, back onto Darwin. So he comes up with this theory of evolution and the mm. idea that um, selection pressures in your environment means some people are more likely to survive and some people are more likely to die. What he couldn't work out though is um, it couldn't explain what it was that defined whether you had an advantageous or disadvantageous trait. Mm. Um, And there was a long period before this was found, and this is basically a trait that means, like, i.e. a trait being um, you can run faster or you can grow a beard or um, you have dark skin if if you live in a hot country. A trait is, that's what a trait is. Um, And we now know that that's defined by your genes. So that's part of your, created by your DNA. So a gene... um, which I don't know. Do you know? If, do you know what a gene is? Not, Just a, clue. The, like, not a clue. So, a gene is basically a, a really short strand of of DNA with a particular code, um, and so that, there's there's you've got like, oh god, I'm gonna get this wrong. Ten, yeah. ten. maybe ten in your in your yeah in your body. You've got no, You've got I think it's thirty thousand that we know of currently. Right. Um, and these genes create everything that make up yourself your cells, your body, they are responsible for everything um, to do with the way you digest food, um, to your hair colour, to how tall you're going to be, to your eye colour, all that stuff. You've got genes for everything. And so we now know, Darwin didn't back then, that um, genes were the things that that define these traits that were then advantageous and meant you survived. So what what natural selection actually does is it selects for genes that are going to make you advantageous rather than the trait itself, if that makes sense. So everyone thought it was just, um, well, they couldn't work out if you can run quick and then your son can run quick. Why that was? Mm -hmm. Now it's because you pass your genes to him. And so that's what evolution does. It shapes which genes are advantageous in a particular environment. But how? Like how... How does a species know what traits to pass on? Like, it, it doesn't. It doesn't consciously know. Right. So obviously, your genes are made up from um, your mum and your dad having yeah. sex. They had sex once and oh, made you. That's, no. a good, that's a good thought for a Saturday morning. So you get yucky. Each, each for each gene, you have two copies. Um, you get one from your dad and the sperm, and one from um, your mum and the egg. I'm not going to go into why you have two copies. Yeah. it's very complicated. Um, you but you get know. to you don't know, do you? Um, you have recessive, advent, um, recessive, and if You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. The, their interaction. It's basically a backup cloud storage of a second copy. You could literally say anything. Um, yeah. So you get one from your mum and your dad, um, and then actually there's there's one example where you don't for your your mitochondrial DNA mm. you only get from your mum. And mitochondria are the they're in every cell basically. And they are the energy factories. They literally make energy right. for you to, to use to survive, pump your heart, do all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you're listening to this and you want a really sporty child, make find sure the mum... a mum's, sporty woman. Yeah, find a sporty woman right. because they'll be aerobically fitter, is the theory. So find a sporty woman. Um, but So you you inherit these genes, one from your mum, one from your dad. And the species doesn't consciously say... Oh yay! I can run quicker. I'm going to survive. Mm. Um, but they just survive because the others can't run as quick and they die. Okay. And then because he's got the the gene for running quick, and there's probably a female who can also run quick who also survived who has the gene for running quick. Those two go. Let's get an arm on. That's that's what natural selection does. It 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 chooses those uh those genes. So it's not like it's not the idea that we're constantly going. I could grow a wicked beard like maybe I could draw on a cool beard yeah. then I'm going to be able to breed with the next generation but just for a habit as only people with beards can mate. breed can mate then they get passed on and then they breed with a woman who can grow a beard Oh, actually maybe you don't want to do yeah. that I'm open to anything you <laughs> alright yeah. so, that,
1: that so sort that's, of, that's evolution that's sort
0: of natural sense. selection actually. You, you've done well there well done mate um, so that's the evolution of animals Yeah. What of the evolution of humans? Paleoanthropology is one of my favourite subjects. It's it's my favourite as well. It's just, isn't it it great, guys? Hey, listeners, five-star reviews for paleoanthropology. Paleoanthropology on five. One, two, three, four, five. five. (laughs) Paleoanthropology. So paleoanthropology is the evolution of humans. So um, we're not going to go all the way back. But obviously, you know, we are descended, we are primates, we are descended from ape ancestors. We share common ancestors with the great apes, the chimpanzees, bonobos, gorillas. Mm. Um, We have common ancestors with them roughly 8 million years ago. Um, That's a long time. Long, long time ago, um, you look more closely related to the yeah, great apes. I was going to pre-empt and most of us. your barbs, because I knew something was coming. You knew something was. Go- I was going to come in with something that you're a bit apish. <sighs> there is. We've Isaac's, Isaac's very, very gorilla-like in his mannerisms. Got out the way early. That's yeah. good that's If good. you can imagine a gorilla that's ginger and listens to radio, imagine 4, a hulking Isaac. specimen. Just, just the pinnacle
1: of, of of
0: masculine. Nah, that's that's all wrong. A fat, lazy gorilla <laughs> who smells his own butt and eats his own. <laughs> That's Isaac yeah that's me that's you Um, so that was about 8 million years ago and then we descended from then and then we got bipedalism the idea of walking on two legs about 4 million years ago Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously we descended from from um, apes further where we got complex brains higher intelligence the ability to use tools languages symbolic expression art culture all that kind of stuff more, more like the art and the culture stuff um, started to evolve in like the last hundred thousand years, um, and the the oldest um, human we found is a is a lady called Lucy, lovely Lucy, Lucy. Yeah. lovely Lucy. So she dated back three point two million years ago, um, and that's the oldest known fossil that we have that's attributed to modern day humans, not not Homo sapiens, mm. but but humans nonetheless. So um, looked looked more like a monkey. Yeah, than than we do now. Um, so we are obviously the Homo species, um, but Homo sapiens weren't weren't the first ones to, to come about. Um, there were quite there were quite a few different Homo species. Um, Homo habilis mm-hmm. were one of the first ones, which were really really small little hobbit people. Smaller than you. Small. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Just Smaller, about. smaller than me. Just yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm a childlike little boy <laughs> with no facial hair. Um, then there was Homo erectus, big dicks, who uh, were, were similar to like Neanderthals in that they were um, had smaller brains than us, that, but they were big. They were athletic. They could cover long distances. They could mm. um, start fires. They were they were good at hunting and like jumping on. Jaguars is that, that what
1: what enabled us to succeed ultimately? The ability to cover long distances.
0: Yeah, yeah, it enabled us to succeed. Um, spread out, spread out, colonize different track animals. Of Find different environments that were better suited to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for instance, if, like, the first place you came across was the North Pole and you couldn't travel long distances, you'd be like, oh, this mm. is cold. But we were able to go, nah, swerve the North Pole, let's go Tenerife with the boys. The ability to sweat as well, apparently, is crucial to our development. I'm sweaty boy. Because, um... Regulate your temperature. Yeah, regulate temperature, just keep on running. Keep, keep on, on running, baby. So, yeah, there were Neanderthals, there were Denisovans, um... Denisovans, they? just another type of, of our ancestors, another Homo species right. um, out of, based out of Asia. So all these animals, all these different types of humans, like preeminent humans before Homo sapiens, um, did spread out and, and were in Asia, were in the Middle East, places like that. Um, but Homo sapiens, as we know ourselves, are the only human species really left on Earth. Um, for like the last 300,000 years it's, it's another it's a really topic of hot debate is um, what happened to the others why aren't there the mm. others why did homo sapiens win out did we um, kill them well there's, there's a couple of theories there's, there's actually some theories that, that or not we weren't as athletic as them but we had oh. higher intelligence so that won over but there's some, some theories that we actually got a bit nooky nooky with them what we started they? getting on down with the yeah, Neanderthals, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big Neanderthal orgies. Neanderthals—they were—they're much bigger than us. Massive, like big, athletic, could like take down tigers, but not very intelligent. Right. Okay. Um, we were able to build more complex tools, learn them, the learn them off. And that sort yeah, of stuff. yeah, that kind of stuff. So um, that's how we evolved. That's how we evolved. Um, but what we're tackling in this pod is where did we come from, and there is a preeminent theory of where we came from it's called the out of Africa hypothesis Um, and as the hypothesis suggests um, the idea is that all humans all homo sapiens stemmed from one group of people who emigrated out of Africa Mm -hmm. about specific like Kenya or I think it was eastern Africa Africa. East Africa um, about 2000 generations ago which is like Sixty thousand years ago, they then spread. They went up out of Africa, turned right, right. At, the, at the first uh, crossroads. Yeah, um, went through um, the Middle East, Eurasia, spread through Asia, down into Southeast Asia and and the Malay Peninsula, peninsula, and then over into into Australia. And then some of them, instead of going um, right at the crossroads, took the first first exit off the roundabout, went sure. left yeah. into Europe, spread through there mm-hmm. as well. Um, and like, they were kind of moving, I think we got to Australia like 45,000 years ago. So they're moving at a speed of about a kilometer a year, which doesn't sound much, but right, it's slow. Like, it doesn't sound, it's actually at an all right pace. For emig- emigrating and moving right. and migrating, actually quite. quite I guess quick. there's nothing in their way, is there? Yeah. No, it's nothing there's in not their way. Up against any civilizations. No, exactly. Just, they they're meeting with Neanderthals. Try, just... They're seeing Denisovians as well, and like sometimes killing them. We don't really know. Sometimes getting on with them, creating weird mixed babies, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, and and there's kind of there's both fossil evidence and, and genetic evidence to to prove this. There's fossils that that show um, distinct anatomical features. Kind of first made their presence in in Africa in East Africa, um, which kind of says like, yeah, we all came came from from this area. Like the oldest fossils we have are from from Africa. Um, is, there, is there any evidence to suggest why they started moving out? Was it, were they just restless? They just wanted to yeah. I, I don't the world. really know. Yeah, but there's kind of a, a new theory coming out that, or, or an adaptation of this theory that we didn't just all migrate at once, but we tried to go out several times mm. and and had a couple of failed and aborted attempts before we were able to finally move out. Um Africa in those days it must have been a pretty scary place. Yeah. animal wise. Oh Jesus, yeah, but big animals, lot like of lots lions. of predators. Lots of predators. So probably escaping being eaten by like waking up in the morning, oh what's happened? Oh my leg's been bitten off by a lion. Dave's got no arms anymore. Little just should we move out of here? The kids, oh, yeah alright. Yeah let's let's go taken let's go next by door. Hyena. Yeah, exactly. Were there any animals that uh were aren't familiar to us, like massive ones? Yeah, I think there would have been a lot bigger. Um maybe some more kind of prehistoric looking dinosaur esque animals. Fucking <sighs> hell, yeah. Like maybe maybe snakes but with Lions' heads. Lion's heads, yeah. That's Jesus, that Jesus. scares me. Yeah. Um so there's there's genetic and, and fossil evidence to show that um that we we all came out of Africa. I think recently, actually, um, one of the big breakthroughs was, uh, again, on the Wallace line, like with similar with animals, um, there was a big distinction between people from like Papua New Guinea, just before you get to Australia, and then Aboriginal Australians. Um, And that was one of the big counter arguments against the out of Africa hypothesis was like, these guys look so different. Um, They can't be related. And recently we're able to sequence DNA from really, really old um, Aboriginal Australians and and Papua New Guineans who were of the Homo sapiens species, um, and actually showed that they were related. So that was like that was a that was a big breakthrough for for this hypothesis. So that's that's the main idea. But there is like a counter hypothesis, the idea of like multi-regional evolution. So this is the idea that Homo sapiens separately evolved at at the same time from different um, Homo erectus and different Neanderthal species in different regions around the world but because before Homo sapiens emigrated there were Neanderthals, there were Homo erectus species in different parts of the world and so the multi-regional hypothesis is the idea that we simultaneously evolved in different locations, locations. at the same time which is quite hard to believe mm. um, that we'd all then become so similar and be the same and share so much DNA it doesn't really make sense yeah yeah. so, so that's the idea that we, we all came out of Africa Um, there's lots of kind of questions and updates about this like did modern humans replace Neanderthals when we moved into new regions like how much were we interbreeding with them Um, and this idea of like one big migration versus like multiple aborted attempts Um, but if you listen to this the takeaway is we all evolved out of Africa so like linking that back to the Cheddar Man it therefore shouldn't be a surprise that he was dark-skinned because when we evolved out of Africa, we were dark-skinned. Yeah, just the whole idea of white Britishness is is basically, isn't it? Just false. And and again, to, to bash the religious folk, I mean, if there was a Jesus around, no chance that bloke's white.
1: Black Jesus.
0: There's no chance he's white. He's, he's in he's in the Middle East. Mm. Back then, well, this is this is kind of my theory. It might be, but there's no there's no way he was white. Black Jesus it's black earlier jesus yeah absolutely damn right it's black jesus so um that that's how we evolved that's how we evolved uh out of out of africa is is where we came from and so you we were discussing sort of traits in animals earlier are there any traits that we have developed like so the modern human is is different to the original Homo sapiens. In in
1: what way yeah. have we?
0: Yeah, so we're, we're we're evolving all the time. One of the one of the big ones is um, lactose intolerance. Okay, yeah. is is one of the easy ones to track. Um, so everyone, or our our ancestors, were all lactose intolerant. You were only able to have lactose basically when you were a baby and being breastfed. Because so, so it's you beneficial can, when you're a baby. To, exactly, because you're having mother's milk. you need lac- Lactose breaks down milk. Mm. Um, and so you needed... Lac- uh, well, the lactose... The enzyme... Sorry, that's stupid. Lactase is the enzyme... God, so stupid. Oh, so stupid, man. <laughs> Lactase is the enzyme that breaks down lactose in milk so that you yeah. can make energy out of it. Um, so you need it as a baby because you're drinking a lot of titty milk. Mm. But you didn't need it as an adult. So everyone then became lactose intolerant um, and they weren't drinking lots of milk so it didn't really matter. Um, however in say Europe um, we started to domesticate cows we started to drink a lot more milk and so you find some populations in Europe where um, we maintain our ability to or to to digest lactose because we drink a lot of it but it completely depends like if you look say the Greeks don't drink much milk around 15% of them are tolerant to lactose while They they have yogurt though Greek yogurt do, oh yeah they do have yoghurt is that strange imagine that 85%, 85% of the population can't have it can't I don't know or maybe yeah. have it but get little cramps and yeah, fart loads yeah with it have to put up with it um, are you are you alright with milk yeah I'm good with milk like yeah milk. yeah I love milk I like love good. me a bit of love me a bit of milk, milk. Of, of the cow kind mm. I would add bit thoughts weird. on uh, like goats varieties
1: and stuff like that prefer a cow
0: prefer a cow um, I've never I, don't, I guess I've had goats cheese yeah that's alright I find the idea of milking goats weird. Yeah, it I haven't really thought about it much, but it's weird. Doesn't sit very well with me. Maybe we could do an on the site podcast and you milk goats, and old. I, I think, think maybe it's because going. if you milk a goat, your your head's going to be closer to the goat's head than it would be on a cow. So you're like so staring, you're, you're staring each staring other down. Staring Ugh. the goat in and the eye. He's probably enjoying it, and he it's, or her. It's quite an intimate thing Ugh, to do. Jesus, isn't it? you're turning goats on. Um, so, so this is the idea of like lactose. Or, the, or, or being lactose intolerant and some people being lactose tolerant is, is a great idea of natural selection, where it's been positively selected for this trait of still being able to, to digest lactose um, in cultures that, you know, domesticated cows and, and drink a lot of milk. The other one, and I'm going to bash the gluten intolerance here, and this fad of healthy, just non-gluten, left, right front, center, and centre, just bashing people. All religion and gluten intolerant people the racists all religious people <laughs> and people who believe in like hashtag healthy food clean eating yeah f- f- off. Um, just f**k f- off you're chatting f- fit fam stuff um so obviously there are people who have celiac disease which is an autoimmune condition that destroys your small intestine um that's about one yeah, percent of the population so those people they get a free pass that's like legit. They, that's legit they can't have gluten but um this idea that everyone is getting more gluten intolerant and oh look at me I'm gluten intolerant because I get a bit of a stomach ache when I eat bread mm. I don't buy it because we have been or gluten has been part of our diet everyone's diet our ancestors diet for since we started agriculture since we started cultivating grains you know we were having wheat barley rye all the time all day every day all the time that was the staple of our food so similar to the idea of um, this lactose tolerance is only in, in cultures that drink a lot of milk pretty much every culture has been eating gluten like with bread pasta or just the grains or whatever rice whatever every culture has been having gluten and so some some to more extent than others some to more extent than others where greater or lesser degrees of intolerance come come from. from yeah definitely but the idea is there there is kind of permanently since we started agriculture been a selection pressure for people who are gluten tolerant so the idea of like if you, if you couldn't have gluten, if you had celiac disease, back in the olden days, it, you'd still be eating bread and stuff and, and all these grains, you'd die. Mm. But, we, but we've had that selection pressure for so long, the idea that suddenly now we, when we enter the 21st century, there's so many more people who are gluten intolerant and whatever, I think it's a load of b- so I think it's there so vloggers can sell more veggie cooking books. Like I said, gluten has been part of, of humanity's Diet for so long that that's been such a high selection pressure, favouring people who have traits who are able to to um, digest gluten. That I can't see why all of a sudden gluten intolerance and celiac disease would just rocket through the roof. Have a have a baguette. You can eat baguettes, love. What's you your, don't need tofu. What's your favourite type of bread? Tiger. Tiger. The oh, tiger. Tiger love, is good actually, yeah, isn't good. it? I've heard it's proper tiger. Loads of well. butter on it. Oh yeah, bloody beautiful. So there we have it. So, what have we discovered? We've discovered that we come from Africa. Yeah, and that British people were originally black. Yeah, absolutely. So it. we've covered an impressive amount there. I think that's a lot of lot of science in one day. Everyone's probably asleep listening to this. That's or right. turned it off. This is just for us, really, isn't it? Just for us to have a little chat and sit on my bed and yeah, get close. I quite like it. I think it's quite nice. Yeah. Um, so we've had uh we've had our educational morning. Should we um, go have a beer? Yeah, let's go have a few beers, mate. Bloody beers. Beers, beers, beers. Cheers, mate. mate.
1: the aforementioned craft beer rising <laughs> uh, drinking some some fruity IPAs and some milky stouts we right got beers we got London stouts London lads that we are uh, Ben what's, your, what's been your favourite so far um, I like the ones that were beers the beery ones yeah the ones that were beers were really nice I've had several I can confirm the beery ones are good yeah um, we're going to go ask some unsuspecting members of the public for their thoughts on uh, whether you can eat poo and where we come from. Will they, will they punch us if we ask them about this? We might get punched, but that's fine. I'm not very good at being punched. It's all in it the hurts. name of pub science, but all in the name of pub I don't science. I might
0: cry on our podcast, I might cry.
1: It takes a real man to cry. Thanks, thanks. That's the coldest thing you've ever said. So we met. Sorry, I'm terrible at A's. Can you just repeat a big A? Sorry, this is Isaac, and this is. <laughs> We found some guys sat on some kegs and they are. I Dom and Jack. Dom and Jack. Yeah. Dom and Jack. Uh, the first episode we recorded was on the question of whether we can eat poo. Do they you think poo. that we can eat poo? Well, no, n- never eat poo. That's bad. Right? So, so you don't think we. But sure, surely that's not a good thing. That's you can not how we do it, it, but it's not going to be a good one. I mean, like, you're probably good. Do, you you do, yeah. do you think you can physically do it? Why oh, do you think you can physically do it? No, no, you or can or chew it down. You You it's not that bad. No, no, it'd be really f***ing bad. Come on, kiss, nice. No. I mean, I if, really if you get over the gag reflex, do you think that, like... No, no, yeah, you can do it. Like, get a copy get a little it, beer to match it. No, no, do, oh, yeah, you, you get a I coffee Pour us stout and go down. A nice fruity nice. IPA to match it. So,
0: if we were to tell you that fecal transplants might be a way
1: of helping cure disease science. so the idea if you science. take someone else's science. poo and put it in that's you that's serious science right there it might help cure your disease i wouldn't be into it? that anyway all right Dom. i've seen a few Jack, german websites jack's gonna give you his would sh- you take it no i, I wouldn't give it you like, wouldn't a give a bit I've seen things on the, on the internet yeah, we've done weird things that, but that <laughs> uh, you, you, you draw the line of poo eating <laughs> yeah maybe maybe yeah. So,
0: this is actually more of a poignant question from our second episode I'm fucking scared.
1: moving away from about, the poo eating it's not about poo where do you think humans came from oh chicken and egg situation that one oh it could be oh, go what you on mean? elaborate what you I think they came from aliens like, uh... <laughs> this is cold this is cold <laughs> You got a us. Yeah. I actually have a degree. <laughs> 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 this is brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> what is that? Who are you? Sorry, we have been away for two. <laughs> but other than that, it's all right. We've got an alien theory. You got, you got Bob. You got Joe. <laughs> uh, living on Mars, and they're like, yeah. Let's make some humans. Like, let's let's see what's going to happen if we make some humans. Send them into on, this new I'm planet for <laughs> them. <laughs> That's what happened. Big Bang Theory. So big Bang Theory or Alien yeah. Theory? The Big Bang was like a banger night out. That was one of them. Joe and Bob had a huge one. Massive. Well, Joe and Bob day. the aliens? Yes, exactly. And that's where humans came from. And that's how we humans mean, Jack, I mean. Joe, what are your views? Where do you think humans came from? I'm honest. There's no way to say it. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, there was a big pie. <laughs> like, there's so much s when not a pie. But, <laughs> But like, obviously, evolution did a thing. Evolution, yeah. And then, there might have been a party from my friend here. <laughs> but, like, maybe not, because uh, LEDs were invented a lot later. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, logical. But we, we got uh, good speakers beforehand. So we had Function One, yeah. DARE Audio, DNB uh, yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it speaker still. We uh, put some drapes up. God was like, Adam. Fairy lights. Adam. Do not eat the apple, don't be a, <laughs> a <laughs> Get into the pie. Who's Adam? No, he ate the apple. So like Adam. It's about Bob and John. Do not, do not, do not put one in his. Do not eat the, eat the apple, get in there, get in the pie. He went in and had a good time. For a and here we are. Here we have it. I don't know if he's in this Dom and Jack, thank you very thank much. Thank you very much, <laughs> <thank> <laughs>